Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the phnx sun devil show guys shout out to og's brands the official sponsor of flavoring fridays head on over to ogsbrands.com to see their full lineup including their two newest gummies the og's naturals and the big og's and find out where you can purchase guys it is friday if you're new here do us a favor hit that like button hit that subscribe button leave a five-star review let us know what you like about this podcast we got short bus in the chat donald in the chat Already starting things off great, short bus. Answering the question of the title of today's show that we're going to get into here in just a little bit. We've also why <laughs> why are they so mad at me not wearing a hat? You're just what? the hat guy. I know I'm a hat guy. That's why like the three days after I get a haircut, I let it breathe. Yeah. I give my head a chance to like air out. Yeah, and then <laughs> that shit goes right back on. That's that's fine, man. You at do, least look. You do got some cool ass Suns gear. I will give you. That. I got. I mean, listen, man. I got to stay on brand, right? Like, I got to do what I got to do. I got to distract for my awful hair. Apparently, oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. Damn, my great clips haircut. Damn, guys. God damn. Damn, ma. God damn. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. That's crazy because this was not great clips press. That's crazy. <laughs> that's tough. If man. I went to great clips before my wedding, I don't think I'd have a wedding. That's so. Tough. Yeah. yeah. That's not great. That's not great. Look, we got a lot to get into today. Obviously, we are going to be discussing hot or not at the very end of the show i also have a question for everybody in the chat i need some advice okay i need some serious life advice we're gonna get to that at the very end of today's show um, so stick around for that we're gonna be talking asu basketball falling smile um, off my face i was just falling laughing. straight on their face last night against colorado um, as expected of course asu softball they've got a double header tonight we'll look a little bit at that matchup as well but first and foremost i do want to discuss Arizona State and some legends at ASU, right? Yeah, Obviously, we know Frank Cush, we know Pat Tillman, um, arguably the greatest ASU Sun Devils of all time. Pat Tillman, obviously, he's got himself a statue. Um, and I think with the, with the whole Kobe Bryant discussion going on in terms of his statue getting unveiled um, in Los Angeles, like was one of the most deserving Los Angeles Lakers, one of the most deserving athletes, I think, in history to get a statue for Arizona State and for the ASU Sun Devils. Like, first off, do you think there's anybody that outside of the two that we already brought up deserves a statue? The the first thing that popped to my mind, literally the easiest answer of all time was Anthony Totry. Oh, okay. It was who who really has earned it? Mm. And to me, it's you. Okay. So that, like, you know, you you might want to bump up the size a little bit on the okay, statue. Okay. But uh, but other than that, I, I think, think it's making a, it smaller would be even funnier. <laughs> it's like a four foot two, like bronze no, 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 statue. No, 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 that's bigger. That's oh, damn. That's tough. That's tough. Where's the roast today? Well, okay, listen, <laughs> listen. When I get attacked right out of the yeah, gate, no, I'm sorry. Fair, I'm taking fair. it out on you. I'm taking it out of you. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. Bad, that's immature bad. of me. I should not do that. I need to be the bigger man. Um, I. I don't know if this is... I don't think there's like a wrong or a right answer. I think eventually, Charlie Turner Thorne, mm -hmm. I mean, just her success, her longevity, what she has meant to not only ASU, but the state of Arizona in general. I've never heard a bad word about her. I've yeah. covered her. I've talked to people who have covered her, known her entire career. Um, I feel like if you're going to put one outside of your basketball arena, uh, hopefully newly renovated at some point, um, <laughs> that uh 
that she would be involved. Yeah. Um, I know that on our on our thumbnail, we put James Harden, which I think is an interesting discussion. I'm wondering where you fall on that. In, in terms of getting James Harden a statue? I, yeah. look, I think James Harden is one of the most memorable Arizona State basketball players of all time. And, and I think maybe a little bit of that conversation has to do with recency bias because James Harden is still in the NBA doing his thing, right? Yeah. But in reality, like... And this might be crazy. This might sound like off a lot, but I think not to say that this person deserves a statue, but I think if there's somebody that maybe is more deserving of it, it would be a guy like a Kamani Lawrence, right? Okay. A, a dude that was Mr. Sun Devil. He played at Arizona State for what, four or five seasons? And like he knew his role. He was Mr. Sun Devil through and through. Like he didn't transfer. That was not a name that was coming but, to my mind. But, like he he didn't have the accolades, he didn't have the star power yeah. that James Harden did. So if James Harden maybe had the the career at Arizona State, that's crazy to stay. But if James Harden maybe had the longevity at Arizona State that Kamani Lawrence did, then I think maybe you can make that argument. But I don't think you'll ever see a James Harden statue go up in Tempe uh, unless he's the one paying for it. Well, right, and I think that's like a really interesting discussion of like you you kind of use Kamani Lawrence. I feel like they're on very opposite ends of the spectrum right like one has represented being a sun devil was a sun devil here for a long time but you know the talent the career afterwards the uh you know recognizability if that's an actual word is definitely way lower than a guy like james harden who is not he's he will not be remembered for his asu days no right like he will be remembered for winning an mvp with the houston rockets he'll be remembered for requesting a trade and putting on a fat suit every time that he didn't (laughs) want to play for a franchise you know, crazy. <laughs> it's true. It's it, it's true. And, and, you know, I guess he would probably prefer it that way to be remembered as an NBA MVP. I just I don't know if he represented ASU kind of to that level, even though the talent is there. Yeah. We have a William Jasper in the chat talking about ASU baseball should have like seven statues by now. Jim Brock, Pat Murphy, Reggie Jackson, Barry Bonds, Dustin Pedroia, Rick Monday and whoever else is most deserving. I mean, you could definitely take a couple names out of there if you've got to take the cream of the crop and, and give it to a guy like Reggie Jackson or Barry Bonds. Let's talk about Barry for a second because Barry's always been a very interesting point of conversation and Arizona State baseball season is getting started. Like, does Barry Bonds deserve a statue outside of the, the ballpark for Arizona State? I'd say more so than James Harden. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. And I, I think when it comes to Barry Bonds, obviously everything... Uh, as it relates to him, is super controversial. But being the ASU legend that he is, I feel like at at a certain point, you do have to kind of pick and choose certain things that you want to discuss when it comes to some of these athletes. Like, for Barry Bonds, regardless of what happened, right? Regardless uh, of the... Wait, what happened? The steroids and that type of stuff, right? Like, Barry Bonds is one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Absolutely. And he could be arguably the greatest Arizona State baseball player of all time. I think it's worth giving him a statue at Arizona State. Now, I'm not saying Barry Bonds is you don't put that statue right next to Pat Tillman. <laughs> uh, that that should never happen. It doesn't go next to Frank Cush. It's in its own place at Muni. Like, yeah, it'd be a little weird if it was at the football stadium. Well, well, but. and that's another like again. There's so many different layers to this, but I think it would be really really cool if there were statues at Sun Devil Stadium, Mountain America Stadium, like of current and former asu legends like whether it like is like a legends walk kind yeah, of yeah, thing absolutely yeah. like if you had like a charlie turner thorn statue alongside a a, a phil mickelson and a dustin pedroia and, and and a pat tillman statue well, don't like, they have like cool. a little like a uh, museum attached? Uh, inside they have inside like, yeah, yeah. i'd be like a cool place to maybe like make it like you know an, an asu history thing not just like an asu football thing mm-hmm um no i i I think i think bonds has a good good argument i think reggie jackson has a great argument yeah um donald in the chat going football chase lucas or Nikhil or kalen balaj uh i i thought about chase lucas there it's just it's really hard man because a statue is like you have to you have to have like it can't just I feel like it can't just be your time at ASU. Like, I feel like you need to have, you have to like, be unless, great. unless you've been there for like 20 years. You have to be great. Right? Like you're a coach that's been there for a super long time. Like as far as players go, you have to have the career at ASU. And then you also like, like it or not, you have to have that career beyond ASU while also still repping. And 
And Chase and Nikhil both do a great job of still repping locally, even back to their high school yeah. as well in Chandler. But they're still ASU guys. They're still associated with ASU. Kalen Balaj, not as much. But I, <sighs> Chase, Chase is, would, be, uh, would be a lot. I think when you're talking Arizona State football, um, current former players, I, I think specifically back to, to either Jay Plummer or Terrell Suggs. Yeah, I, I think those are definitely, and maybe as time goes on, maybe we we will view the guys who have played in the last five years more in a historical maybe. light. But I, I feel like if you're going to give it to one, one other person for football, one other it's, person it's, it's got to be Suggs. I think that's where it's I go with Suggs. it. Um, uh, again, you, you've obviously got Pat Tillman there, I think, on the opposite side of the stadium. If you were to throw in a Terrell Sugg statue, again, one of the greatest defensive players um, at the collegiate level in, in NCAA history, but also, again, at Arizona State, what he did uh, is just an impressive thing. And then to your point where you have to have sustained success, it can't just cut off after you leave Arizona State and fall off a cliff. Like, you have to go succeed. Terrell yeah. Suggs is going to be an NFL Hall of Famer, uh, and I don't think there's any doubt in that. He's one of the greatest linebackers in the history of the sport. I, I think it just makes too much sense um, when you're when you're talking about Arizona State football. Jake Plummer is another really, really unique person that you could potentially have that conversation and when he was in here for the focus i wish it was something that we would have talked to him a little bit about i know he's not giant giant on, on like college athletics as it stands right Honestly, now it seems like he's not really that big on on football yeah Which, it's, you know what, he, it was part of his life it was part of his time right thing, like you know that, I mean? like i feel like that was a, cha- a chapter of his life that he doesn't really give a lot of attention to in, in anymore in his defense why would you it happened so long ago right so Donald in the chat says, I don't think a statue for ASU should be based on what they do at the next level. It's about a college level. Another could be for the pros. I, I think, like, I, I agree to you to a certain extent. What's most important is what they do here. But I think there's also a post-playing career element where, like... But it's also, like, what, what do you do here? Not to, not to cut you off, but, like, what did Chase Lucas and them win here? Right, well, right. And I think, I, listen... As as fond as I am of guys like Chase Lucas, Nikhil Harry, Brandon Ayuk, like the the leaders of ASU football in the past half a decade yeah. plus, I I don't think any of them were at that level. And quite frankly, I feel that way about a lot of ASU basketball players as yeah, well. Yeah. We've had some really good players come through. Remy Martin was a great player, a great Sun Devil. Obviously, he didn't end his career here, but I don't I don't really blame him for that no Lou Dort was great while he was here you know but these these are guys that were talented yeah they were good but they weren't the best and and to to get a statue you need to be a best so let's let's maybe talk outside of the major sports short breaths brings up John Rom yes Phil Mickelson has been thrown out there as well yeah Um, I think those two again if you want to talk strictly like going to Arizona State succeeding and then moving on and having supreme success Phil Phil Mickelson uh, and John Rahm is is next level, like cream of the crop. Yeah, I, I, as far as getting to the top of their profession, I mean, they're in the James Harden category of like beyond ASU. Oh, they're beyond James Harden. Well, I'm just saying like they've they've hit that pinnacle. Like yeah. James Harden, won yes. an, he hasn't won a championship, but he won an MVP. Like individual success, James Harden hit the highest level that he could possibly do for his sport. Yeah. Outside of the team activities, right? You can argue personality, team, winning, all of that, but he won, he won MVP. Yeah. So... John Rahm, Phil Mickelson, obviously they have more individual accomplishments. Golf's an individual sport, but you you could argue that that they are the most deserving yeah. out of a lot of these guys. I, I think it's really interesting. Like those two, Terrell Suggs, Barry Bonds, Reggie Jackson, Charlie Turner Thorne. Charlie Turner. That, that is that That's is six. That is a hill that I will die on. That I think Charlie. Char- yeah, Thur- Charlie was Charlie fantastic. The fact that she was here from '96. All the way till 2022, and just again looking at the the notes, the amount of times that she was she took ASU women's basketball to the NCAA tournament is ridiculous. They went to the NCAA tournament more times than they didn't in the time that she was here, which is just ridiculous to think about. From 2000 to from 04 to 2009, they were in the tournament every single year. From 2013 on to 2019, they were in the tournament every single year. Like. That, that's absurd, the level of success that she had as a coach and to do it for such a long period of time and to do it in one place. 
Yeah. Right? Like she wasn't a coach that had just ridiculous success prior to coming to Arizona State coaching at NAU for just a handful of seasons. And yeah. then going like a few hours down south to ASU and doing what she did is is truly, truly unbelievable. Um, and, and I would make an argument that if Arizona State and the next athletic director were ever to consider um, a, a conversation about adding a statue, I, I would die on the hill that CTT is should be first on that list. I mean, look, I I think that she kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Yeah. With a lot of these players, it's like, what have they done with us? Oh, what's the longevity? Like, let's let's break it down categorically, right? Did she win it all? No. No. But I would also argue that that basketball is like it's really hard to base success off of off of if you won the freaking yeah. tournament. Like that's just that's not that's not a standard that I think people should be held to. Like, oh, did you win? Did you win a tournament? Did you win the entire thing? That's just really but tough. But it, it's you it should be hard. It right. should be hard to like there's a reason that there aren't a whole lot of statues, right? Well, there's right. a reason so, that it's after the fact of 20 plus years that people even discuss this right but what what i'm saying is like but she had long-term consistent success yeah right so check okay let's talk about the personal aspect of things never heard a bad word no have not heard a single bad word about the person that charlie turner thorne is okay so check on the success check on the personal how about how does this person represent asu when i think about asu basketball men's or women's Charlie Turner Thorne is like the first thing that pops in my mind. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. she embodies it. She, she, and this is, this may be crazy to some people. Charlie Turner Thorne deserves a statue more than any Arizona State men's or women's basketball player um, over the last 40 years. And I don't think it's close. I think she I, would deserve one far beyond. Who, who would be close? Far beyond James Harden. James Harden, I think, is the only one that people throw in there of like, oh, like was, went to Arizona State. It's not like, oh, was, a national was a champion at Arizona State. Difference between going to Arizona State and being, and a, being Sun a Sun Devil. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely like, it's, right. That it's, is a fantastic it's different. point. I know people who went to ASU. Charlie Turner Thorne is a Sun Devil. People, there are people who went to ASU who don't give a shit about ASU. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're they just they just went to ASU. They were just there because it was the place for them to be. You know, I I, I feel like if we're talking the full package, she's at the top of the list. We do have some comments about baseball. Do do we yeah, feel like we're, we're sleeping on some baseball well, coaches? Yeah, I mean, again, you just look at some of these baseball coaches, their their overall records, what they did, right? Pat Murphy from 95 to 2009 yeah, won 629 games. That's a lot. Um, coached ASU to the College World Series four times. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, obviously, with, with Pat Murphy, you, you discussed the, the end of the tenure there, retiring uh, or resigning from the school. Um, after the the baseball program was under investigation, let's forget about that. Jim Brock from '72 to '94 won over a thousand games. Um, coached ASU to its last two national titles, 90, uh, 1977 and 1981. Um, Bobby Winkles from '59 to '71. You're kind of getting way out there. Um, yeah. Again, won 524 games at Arizona State. Coached ASU to its first three national titles um, from '90 from '65 to '67 and '69. Like there was a Six-year period, really, where Arizona State baseball was was national champions. I mean, time and time they, again. there should maybe just be like a coach's walk. Yeah, you know, well, o- they have that. At, they have it at Notre Dame. Well, yeah, but not here. You know, like a coach's walk, maybe just for ASU baseball specifically, mm. just because they they have had a lot of coaches that have that have had a, a lot of success. I mean, talk about consistency. A- ASU baseball, if we're talking the last fifty years, has probably consistently been the best program yeah and so you you want to honor the the coaches that that led to that um what about anthony robles mm, that might be that might be a good one that might be a good one i just feel like there's so many people that like are legit like it's almost like a mount rushmore and i know we've talked about this on the show before like a long long time ago like uh, an asu mount rushmore but maybe hear me out maybe we're on to something at the top of a mountain, at the top of a mountain, you get yourself like four or five ASU legends. You get a new, you get a new Pat Tillman one on top okay. of that. You get Pat Tillman, you get CTT, you get Anthony Robles, you get, give me, would you rather have Phil or John? Ooh. 
Pick one. You got to pick one. Oh, my God. I want to say Phil, but he's got more baggage. <laughs> okay, so John? I'll go John. Okay, so we, what do we say? Pat, Charlie Turner Thorne, um, Anthony Robles, John Rahm. This is going to be our own Mount Rushmore. We can have more than And four. one more. Give me one Tell more. Tell you what, all around a mountain, we're just going to have the faces. <laughs> all around it. You can just walk. Um... One more. One more. Give me one more. Are we going baseball? We it going could be football? whatever. Baseball. I'm just I'm, I'm talking add, and, and to Barry, myself. Here. And Barry. I'm talking to myself. I Barry or Terrell. Ooh, I'm going Barry. I'm going Barry. But I'm okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, the, yeah. That, I, I mean, listen. Okay. I that's get, at the top of listen, a mountain listen, dog. That goes crazy. Listen, everybody, everybody who hates on, on Barry Bonds because the steroid shit, I, I want to get this clear. I do not care. I do not care that that man did steroids. I could give less of a crap. Dude was the best baseball player of all time before the roids, during the roids, after the roids. I mean, that dude was insane. Yeah. Like, if you watched him play baseball before the steroids, like, it wasn't like he took the steroids to be good at baseball. And also, he wasn't the only one. But I digress. Like, I, I, I feel like you can, you can lean, you can lean Bonds. Uh, and you want to know something sure. else? Tell me. It wasn't illegal in baseball. Correct. It was encouraged by baseball. Oh. So for all of these, like... It's so... Is it not so it's, annoying? It's so annoying. All these people that are like... I can't respect Barry Bonds. Yeah, Shut up. Cheated. Is that what like, they sound like to you? <laughs> anybody with a dumb take sounds like that to me. That's why an uh, hour of the show is really hard to treat. Yeah, it's really that's hard. That's crazy. <laughs> you, you sit tight, great clips, okay? Look. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Four One thing we statue. love to do here at BHNX is tell you about our great partners. And one of them, Desert Financial Credit Union, is going to help you guys do banking right they are the official retail banking partner of arizona state university and they're not new to this for more than 84 years desert financial has been arizona's largest most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better i know eric uses dfc yes, sir. all the time and you can too look to desert financial for checking and saving accounts mortgages loans credit cards investment options and more. Now is the time to show your ASU team spirit and open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Just go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. Now, see, that's the safe and responsible thing to do, which I would encourage everybody to do. Protect your money, get a free 200 bucks, you know, make make sure that you you take care of yourself, right? But as great as it is to be, you know, safe and responsible, What's life without a little fun? And that's why you go to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Because quite frankly, nobody does fun better than Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And they can do it in a bunch of different ways. You want to go for the the gambling, right? You want to go for the table games, blackjack, slot machines, all of that, state-of-the-art gaming floor? Go for that. Oh, you want to go for sports? You want to go watch a game with your friends at the BetMGM Sportsbook and put a little money down on that? Or heck, just watch and get some of the good food there? You can do that as well. You need to go out for a date. Maybe you want to take out to a nice uh, Shula Steakhouse. Uh, maybe you want to do a little poolside dining. Maybe you need a little staycation. Are you maybe. asking me to go on a date with you? To uh, river? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. <sighs> yes, I am. I just can't say that on air. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I was stuck later, right? Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. Anyway, Gila River Resorts and casinos, guys. You do you over there, whether that's food, whether that's gambling, whether that's just going and having fun, hanging out with friends, a little staycation, going by the pool. Nobody does it better. And guess what? They're all over the valley. True. Valley. Go ahead to uh, playathila.com for more details. All right. You want to talk about someone who's not going to get a statue at Arizona State? Who? Bobby Early. I look, I'm, I'm going to just leave. If the he's floor. on the hot seat, maybe. I'm going to leave the floor to you here in a second because I know you got some things that you want to say. But first, okay, if you didn't watch last night's game. Congrats. Congratulations. You did, you did yourself a favor. Let's go ahead and take a look at the numbers from last night's uh, Arizona State loss to Colorado. Of course, the final score is the only number that matters. Colorado coming out on top 82 to 70, the way the two teams shot. The Buffs shooting just slightly better than the Sun Devils, 47% to 44%. Behind the arc shooting, Colorado much better, 40% to ASU's 318 which is actually better than Arizona State's season average, I believe. Charity stripe numbers just absolutely Ridiculous. 26 uh, for 29 were the buffs, and then 9 of 14 for Arizona State. Turnover numbers, Sun Devils turning it over just nine times to Colorado's 13. And then with that loss, this is a look at the latest version of the Bobby Board. 
doesn't look great for the Sun Devils. Now losers of six of their last seven games. Um, just, just it's it's not a good place to be if you're Arizona State, and now you've got a Utah team that just took Arizona to triple overtime um, on Saturday. It's it's getting ugly. And just a few weeks ago, when we had this conversation of how many games left on the schedule, do you think Arizona State's going to win? And I said six. And I'm starting to feel pretty confident um, that probably the under on that will hit. You think? Yeah. Not good, man. Not good at all. But I know you wanted to say some things. I, I know you, 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 you were feeling a little hot, feeling a little hot about ASU basketball and Bobby Hurley. It's time. You know that level of angry where you can't even get like fired up mm. and you're just talking like this? Yeah. It's time. It's time. Listen, before this game, Bobby came out and said, it's time for these guys to respond. You know, do they want to just, you know, go into the rest of the season with mediocrity or do they want to really show what they're made of? Yeah. I think they showed what they were made of. I think that's the problem. Is that we know what this team is made of. It's just, it's disappointing. Because you saw, like... Oh my God, it's every single year. You see the success, right? Well, you better cry. You, I thought you were about to start crying. No, no, no. I didn't like that. Listen, you see the success every single year. I'm just frustrated because it's like, I just want better. I need better. Yeah. You see them put it together for a stretch of a couple games and everybody was trying to say that I was being, you were being a little too negative. We're like, just wait. Just wait. Let's see them actually do this for an extended period of time. And here we are. And not only have they completely dropped off the face of the earth, but they've done it in the ugliest way possible. Yeah, it's yeah. just disgusting. It's disgusting. And that's not something that a well-coached team does. No. This, this, like what you see on the court for ASU basketball is not the product of a well-coached team. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not. I mean, listen, I could do this for another 20 minutes, but I'd be repeating what I said over the last two months. You're, yeah, you're not wrong. And, and at this point, it's it's sad. It's sad to see it kind of go out like this. I, I know there was an article that was out um, a couple weeks ago, ironically enough. I guess there's a head, coach, head coaching gig at uh, DePaul that is opening or that's open. Apparently, Bobby Hurley's on the top of that list. Um, to potentially, I'll drive the U-Haul. You'll you'll drive the U-Haul to take Bobby Hurley to DePaul. Mm-hmm. It it is um, embarrassing is not the right word. It is atrocious. No, not even atrocious. Atrocious would be too kind. Um, abysmal. Close. We're getting closer. It's just an otherworldly level of disappointment on a nightly basis at this point in the season. Um, it it, it just looks like a it. I would call it a team, but it doesn't look like a group of individuals who um, believe in what's going on right now. They don't believe in in the coach. They don't believe in the program right now. Um, and, and, you know, Will in the chat, Donald in the chat, a lot of people want Bobby gone. They want must bus if that is who would be the next coach for Arizona State, which, you know, I think it would be an upgrade. And I hate that it's gotten to this point in the season because uh, we've had Bobby on the show. Bobby's always been been great on the show, but as it stands in terms of the the actual product, like it's just not great. Again, doesn't how many times and how many seasons, how many games, how many Pac-12 conference, you know, skids do we have to talk about until it's it's time to say this isn't it. This isn't what ASU basketball is right now. We just finished talking about some legends at Arizona State, right? Yep. We just finished talking about one being a coach on the women's side of things with CTT. Where is the Arizona State basketball version, the men's version of Charlie Turner Thorne? Bring honestly, bring Charlie Turner Thorne back say, and have is she her available. Coach. She available. Bring her back, man. I mean, listen. You know, it's bad when JJ just says he's sad. I know, JJ. Like, I'm sorry. I you know how I bad you got to be to suck the the life and the belief out of JJB. It's tough. I, I feel bad for him more, more than anybody. I mean, listen, I, there's a separation between sports and, like, humanity. Like, I have nothing against Bobby as no, a person. No, absolutely. He's always been great for us. I wish him nothing but the best. I want him to succeed. I root for him to succeed. I root for this team to succeed. But you have to imagine even he is just disappointed. He's probably just tired, man. Even he is just done because, like... 
how can you see what's happening and not be like aware right how can you go all this and just think that shit is sweet yeah it's not like it's not and don't don't get it twisted there's talent on this team there is talent on this team is it enough to be the best team in the pac 12 probably not is it enough to not lose five straight games yes to lose seven out of your last eight yes to not start a game down 18 to one yeah dude what the fuck was that and somebody pointed out they outscored Colorado once that. they scored. Yeah. It's just, you know how bad you have to be to do that? It's Sorry. just, it's, it's crazy. Well, in the chat, the level of insanity with this program and the team is staggering. No adjustments being made. That's what hurts the most. And JJ saying it's just frustrating. That's where we're at. Frustration. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, what's the definition of insanity? Anyone who has ever played a lick of sports has heard the same over and over quote about the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, for Arizona State basketball, the level of insanity has reached a new peak because this isn't just a level of insanity and it's not an experience that you've gotten just here in 2023, 2024. This is a level of insanity that has reached a boiling point after years and years and years of doing the exact same thing, the exact same way, the exact same time, and expecting a different result. You want to take that definition of insanity and multiply it by three? That's what you have when you go to DFA and watch Arizona State basketball. If you've done it once, you've done it a million times, and you can probably guess how it is going to end. Because that's what ASU basketball is right now. And you can't argue any other way. You could talk about the players. You could talk about the coaches. You could talk about the facilities. You could talk about the program as a whole. And guess what? Every single part has played a role in the failure that has been the 2023-2024 basketball season for the Arizona State Sun Devils. I remember when the football season ended and it was a 3-9 and nine year. And there was still even a level of hope, right? Because you'd watch these guys play. You'd watch this coaching staff. And he was like, they're so they're close. They're close, right? You could see these guys fighting. You could see them playing hard so every single game. Frustrating. Exactly. It's because like, like that's the thing is like, this is not a program full of bombs. No. It's not. There has been some incredible talent that has walked through those doors in Bobby Hurley's tenure. And yes, he has capitalized on it at some point. But but have they? That's my at thing. At some points, yes. What, what, what's capitalizing on it? First four, Dayton, every fucking year? That's not capitalizing no, on it. No, capitalizing on it in moments, right? That's the problem is they don't capitalize on it for a full season. I'm they tired cap- of lightning in a bottle. No, so am I. Listen, I'm not defending this shit. It makes me more angry. Like, as... Freaking juiced right now, man. Like, I don't know. Getting Barry Bonds over here. I'm at the point now where it's like, I almost just wish that we just expected trash. I was just like, oh yeah, ASU a terrible program. Because every single year you're sold on hope. Every single year you're told this is going to be the year. This is the year with the roster. This is the year with the talent. You got to believe in Bobby. You got to believe in the guys. Oh wow, we're almost number one in the nation. Surely we won't shit this away. Like I'm at this point, like I'm done with expectations. If Bobby Hurley is the head coach of Arizona State men's basketball next season. Like I'm, I'm out. I'll cover it. I'll watch. I'm, I, I'm not expecting shit. I'm Eric's not. Like, Twist my arm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm not. Like I'm not. I'll, I'll listen. It, like for the show, for the sake of the people, for all of that. Like I'll do it. People, <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, for Short Bus, who's only here to watch me melt down, which I appreciate. Short Bus, we appreciate the the one ninety nine. Thank you, chat, everybody at Audio. Uh, Short Bus says, "I'm just here to watch the Eric meltdown with the popcorn emoji." It, I, yeah. I don't know. I missed the last show after the last loss, and I saw all of Tochi's rants, and I felt like he was like he was channeling what I was feeling and expressing it out there to the people. And now it's like I've just been sitting on it, right? Like it's just been building up inside of me, and it's been building up inside of me for years, for years. Like I'm, I'm, I've covered this team, I've watched this team, I've been a fan of this team. Like I'm done, I'm done. Like until there's changes. If Bob, I don't give a crap what your recruiting class is next year. I seriously could not care less. Yeah, I just don't know how you can sell tickets. They like, don't. How do, you, how do you sell the idea of ASU basketball right now? 
Like if you're if you're genuinely tomorrow night, the Arizona State Sun Devils play Utah, right? They don't do it at home; they do it on the road. But if you let's say that game was in Tempe, would you go? No. Why? I have not had the physical desire to attend an ASU basketball game in quite some time. And why? Genuinely, why? Because they're because I might show up, they might lose by fucking forty points. Yeah. Or they might get outscored 18 to 1 to start the game. And then they'll play good enough. And I'll be so pissed that they started the game like complete dog. I'm sorry, I'm cursing a lot. Complete dog shit. I'm just mad. Like, and this then. This show used to be a. Uh, we, we used to have a swear jar. <laughs> I'm glad we don't. Because I don't make enough to put that money in the swear jar for this segment. But listen, I like. I don't have a desire to watch ASU basketball anymore. I, I, I do it because, you know, we, we have to do it. I, I'll, I'll tell you this, if, if we weren't doing ASU stuff, like I would keep tabs on it, but the way that this program is going, I'd be much more invested in everything else going on in the school. I'd be much more invested in softball that starts their season night. I'd be much more yeah. invested in baseball. I'd be much more invested in wrestling, in football, in every, in women's basketball, like in everything. Like I'm, I, I, ASU men's basketball has by far and away just been a terrible experience because of the highs. Right? Like you talk about a roller coaster. Cool. Oh, you're up. Oh, that's awesome. And then it's just straight down. It's a roller coaster that it takes you all the way up and then there isn't a track on the bottom. You just. It's a roller coaster that, you know, where you're like, oh man, this is fun. And all of a sudden they just like hit the brakes out of nowhere and like the belt kind of like hits your stomach. You're just like, oh, we're just having fun. What just happened? (laughs) You leave the roller coaster like all sore and shit. You have vertigo. You're like, why did that's exactly what ASU basketball yeah. is? It's like going on a, a poorly made roller coaster that's already somehow like it's, it's wooden bumping. for sure. Yeah, it's a wooden roller coaster for four for, for sure, and it's been there for like 25 years. You're riding, you're like, oh shit, okay, this is interesting. Wow, surprise, I'm not dead yet. And then by hour two, after you've been off of it for a while, you're like, oh my fuck, my neck, my back, like my legs hurting, like you're all sorts of sore. That's what ASU basketball is. And then imagine is. getting forced to go back on that roller coaster yeah, twenty doing times that a year, twice a week. <laughs> like, 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 seriously. It. I think the roller coaster analogy is great because, like, it, <laughs> there, there are times where it's super fun. Yeah. It's super fun. Oh my gosh! Wow, this is amazing. And then literally out of nowhere, you're taking a turn. You're having a good time. The endorphins are rushing. You're like, what could be better than this, right? Anything. And then <laughs> just the brakes slammed, and all of a sudden reality hits. Nothing is fun anymore. You regret doing the whole thing in the first place, and you wish you just went on the merry-go-round because at least you know what you're going to get. That's valid. That's valid. Donald had a great comment earlier. If we could scroll back up to that. Um, Donald's kid was giving him a shit. The words of my eight-year-old, Daddy, your team sucks, and I couldn't even respond how I wanted. She's right. She's right. She's not roasting you. She's telling you the truth. It's tough. And, like, that's like that's also the thing, man. Like, listen, Sharon, I want to go to a hockey game. I have not been in Mullet for a Yotes or an ASU hockey game, and I would love to do that. I yeah. would really love to do that. I would much rather if you told me I could have the worst seat at Mold Arena, which is still a good good seat, or I can be courtside for ASU men's basketball. Oh, I'm taking hockey. If you can tell me I'd be courtside for ASU men's basketball or I can go for a walk, I'm going for a walk. I'm going for a walk. I don't care anymore. Like I'm like I'm done because I'm gonna go in. I'll be like, ooh, it's exciting. I'm gonna go courtside. And I'm just gonna see the crap up close. I'm gonna bite my own tongue because no, no. I'm gonna get in trouble. It's not great, man. Like I've just Ugh. And you know what? Like, I don't think this will happen, but I swear to God, if they put together like a four game win streak for the end of the season and people are going to be in here like, oh, see, like, it's fine. They're just a couple steps away. Like, I'm not like I'm done. They can start next season 10 and 0. Yeah. I'm not in. I'm not. I'm, I'm just I'm not. I'm done. You got to prove it. You got to prove it. <sighs> My Look, hair is going gray. Oh, let's more gray. let's talk about new life, right? A, a new season starting. Please. For ASU softball. <laughs> ASU softball. They're supposed to start their season last night, got rained out. So they've got themselves a doubleheader tonight um, at Club Farrington. Highly recommend you guys go. If you've never been to Club Farrington, it's such a fun, fun experience. Playing in the Kajikawa Classic, um, Arizona State, just the softball program in general, has had supreme success when it comes to the Kajikawa Classic. Um, in the 18 seasons of competition, the Sun Devils are 89 and 15. Uh, finishing with the best record in the event eight times. Uh, they enter averaging about seven runs per game during Kajikawa play. Now, Arizona State, they've got themselves a date with number 20, 
Northwestern tonight. Um, it is going to be a, a lot of fun. Obviously, this team returns their home run leader from last year, Jordan Van Hook. She's got her fifth season coming off a breakout year last year, led the pack with 19 home runs. Obviously, Kelsey Hall, who we've had on the show a couple of separate times, um, I know she's super, super excited to get the season started off. She's actually going to be joining us, um, it sounds like, every single Monday to talk about ASU softball and, and Heck yeah. the, the weekends that occurred. So definitely, definitely a, a lot of fun um, with that. And, and then you just look at the the fact that this team is entering the second year. The second year of a new coach with Megan Bartlett. Like There is excitement that ASU softball in the final season of the Pac-12 can get things going, yeah. even though the pack is a very difficult conference when it comes to softball. Yeah, and there's there's been a lot of change with this team. Yeah, as well, there's been a lot of turnover, but you can't always necessarily look at that as a bad thing. And I think that this team is kind of approaching it in the right way. Uh, talking to State Press, uh, Megan Bartlett, head coach, said these kids love each other. Uh, there's an easiness between them, which is how it would be, uh, or how it should be. I feel like is what that should say. They should be playing next to their bridesmaids. You know, yeah. like it, it. Everything that I I'm that. that I'm reading that I'm seeing is that this is already a really close team before the season starts, and I, I'm sure that you're going to see a lot of success. And as success comes and as time goes on, this team's just going to get closer. And as Tori Lavello said, a connected team is a dangerous team. Yeah. And, and I, I really feel like this could be one of the stronger ASU softball seasons that we've seen, and that's saying that's saying a lot. Yeah. Because we've seen some really really good ones but these players are hanging out at dinner they just talk they mesh everything like that it's it's nice and i feel like in college athletics um that that bonding between a team actually shows up a lot more than professionally yeah and so i feel like that like it's just so important and when you can see the players having fun and they're celebrating each other and every big hit every big play everything like that like you get more invested in them so, I mean, look, I, I'm i excited. I want to go out to an ASU softball game. I'm excited to talk ASU softball yeah. every Monday. And, and I, I think that the sky's the limit for this team. Like, I really think that they can make a lot of noise. And, and look, nine new players on the team. It might be a little rough at the beginning. They might take a little bit of time to, to click together. Yeah. But either once they click or if for some reason they just click right off the bat. Yeah. Then... Then this 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 team has very 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 high potential. Yeah. No, absolutely. We got Hale in the chat. That's all you guys have to talk about. Very ASU like career underachieving university. Hale, um, do me a favor. Uh, you can leave the chat and never return uh, if that's how you want to talk uh, when we talk about women's sports. So uh, it's really a zero tolerance policy for that type of shit. Um, so yeah, you you can get on your way out. We don't need to ban him. Uh, if he says anything else just ridiculous, then we can. By he's all in, means, he's, just he, do that. he's insecure. It's okay. No, he, yeah, it, he has to take out all of his insecurities on something that he just simply doesn't have the brain power to understand, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah. We understand that. Okay, we're we're here for you. We're going to get you the help that you need. So stick around, learn a little something, and maybe have an open mind. It is what it is. JJ in the chat. Before I bounce, touch, did you get any word back on Long or Meeks? No, I have not heard back. Um, yet on that i will follow up again though jj and i will be sure to to get back on that to you as soon as i can but obviously the double header for arizona state softball tonight we have a prediction we have a prediction for the the two games that the sun devils have like i said so they've it's BYU. got they've got northwestern um and then they also have a game against st thomas st thomas yes i blame byu soon um BYU. I don't know if I'm tripping. Boise State is on this. Oh, maybe I'm thinking uh, of Boise State. Kazuo, That's Kazuo what I was thinking. That's they what do I was play thinking. BYU in the Littlewood Classic. Um, let's see. That is next, next week. week. Okay. Next I, week. I knew I don't know why the BYU game stuck out to me on the schedule. Um man, I want to be optimistic. I want to say two and but listen, this this team has a lot of new faces. They're coming off a down season last year. I think they're gonna start off with the win. I think it'll be hard to go two and so we'll go one and one. Let's split. One and one? I I I think I think they'll get a win over Northwestern, and then maybe they'll come off that high and they'll lose the same. Really? Time. So they yeah. need a ranked team, like kind of, kind of, kind of switch, switch around what you would normally expect. But I, I could easily see them going one and one, switching it two and zero. Oh. I don't see them going zero oh and two though. Short I, I don't think starting the season like that. One and one in the chat as well. I'm gonna go with two and zero. Oh. I'm gonna go Please. with two and zero. Oh. I, I really do think that this team, um, like you said, a connected team is a dangerous team. To quote Tori Lavello. I, I think this team is connected from everything that I've seen. Um, and this is a group of young women who are very, very talented. And I know that they are certainly excited to, to turn around what was and what has always been a really great 
softball program after after a down year last year. I know they are definitely striving um, to change it. So it was it only their exciting. their second ever season with an under 500 record. Yeah. They missed the tournament for just the seventh time in team history. I mean, we're talking about a powerhouse. Yeah, here. absolutely. You want to talk a, a blue blood of softball? This is this is one of them in Arizona State. So definitely excited to see what they are able to accomplish. Guys, again, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. They did, uh, Clint and Donald kind of talking about it in the chat. I am very curious. This is totally taking it a step outside of our our box here but chip kelly leaving ucla to go become ryan day's Wait, offensive what? coordinator not um, at ohio state very very interesting what do you think what do you think of chip saying what? sayonara to ucla and heading over uh and becoming a ohio state buckeye damn i did not <laughs> think that was coming wow i'm look i'm caught off guard right you now know how badly look ucla is going to get their ass beat in the Big yeah, Ten. He said, I'm out of here. He said, Peace. yeah, I'm going to hop on the side that's going to be kicking some ass, not the side that's going to be taking the ass kickings. That's what Chip did. The taking most a lesser job. Taking a, taking lesser, a job. lesser job. Yeah. That's wild. You know what's crazy is he's probably going to make a, a, a fairly similar amount. I was about to say, maybe even more, dude. Ohio State's a different animal. It is. Um, That's crazy, though, that he's just like, mm, peace, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to bounce. Yeah, that that's crazy. And the only thing I remember from his time at UCLA was the actual decent take that he had about like college athletics overall. Chip dipped. <laughs> Chip dipped. The craziest sure. part about this is now the transfer portal is going, once the news is official, oh the, the portal opens again for 30 so days. Then, so then who takes that job and then who opens up on the next end there? Well, now it's getting into real tough because spring ball is supposed to start here for most That's schools next month. Cold next month, uh, a lot of spring football starts. So the fact that Chip's gone um, at this point in the in the the game is is disgusting to me. Completely disgusting. I mean, look, look, so the Reddit college football account tweeted this: said UCLA could have fired Chip Kelly at the end of the year, incurring an eight point five million dollar buyout. Instead, UCLA procrastinated and let Ohio State pay them one and a half million to get rid of Chip. So that's a smart move. You might screw over all the kids in your program, but at least you didn't lose any money. Yeah, year one in the Big Ten is about to be crazy for them. Oh, my goodness. Who do they play? I, uh, they definitely play Ohio State, right? They definitely play Ohio State. Let's see. They start off with Hawaii, then Indiana. Oh, my goodness. Then they're at LSU. Then, then they got Oregon, then Penn State, then Minnesota, then Rutgers, Nebraska, Iowa, Washington, USC, and Fresno State. USC, Washington, Iowa, Penn State, Oregon, LSU, all teams that will be ranked this season. Shoot. Fresno State might be ranked too. Shit. UCLA is going to get their ass kicked. My goodness. I mean, I'm, I think UCLA fans are happy. Yeah, like, I think, for like, the most part. I think overall they're happy that this is happening. I just think the timing of it is really, really, really difficult for a program to overcome. No, yeah, it's like it's it is one and, and probably some of the best players from UCLA will will probably follow him. Yeah. At least one or two. Yeah. Look, I know Ohio State, they've got they've got some stuff going on so um, in, Chip, in terms of training that is just ridiculous. Yeah. Chip Kelly was Ryan Day's offensive coordinator at New Hampshire yeah, during crazy. his playing career, and now he is Day's offensive coordinator again twenty five years later as he's the head coach of Ohio State. That is absolutely That's wild. That's pretty full circle. That's wild, dude. That is oh, full circle? Full the- circle. That's crazy. Right on right on point. Let's go ahead and talk about Circle K while we're talking about oh my circles. God. Let's you go. Had, you had me Woo! on the hook. Had you had Eric me totally on the confused, guys. Sign up for Inner Circle, the new free membership program over at Circle K, where you guys can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups and then save three cents per gallon every single day after that. I've actually got my energy drink in the fridge that I got from Circle K this morning. Looking forward to drinking it a little bit later on. Get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K's products, pizza, coffee, ice cold, fountain drinks, and more. Just join Inner Circle for free by downloading that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions do apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Listen, I'm a busy man. Produced four shows yesterday. I don't have time to really play around, right? And I also, I'm a man who likes his money. Yeah. And so if I'm a man short on time and I'm a man that likes his money and maybe I'm trying to to turn a little into a lot, well, what is what is a guy to do, Toe Tree? Two words? No, oh, there's two of them. 
Prize Picks? That's right. Yeah. Prize Picks, baby. Because we got a new sponsor on the show. Shout out to Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy, sport, fantasy sports platform in all of North America. The easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's it's just you against the numbers, right? Like you're not competing against a group of people. You're not competing against these sharks who spend 5,000 hours studying <laughs> spreadsheets and every single play and they're going to screw you over and then you just lie. Listen, it's just you, right? You against the world yeah and and to me i like it that way right like for me i, I like it when i can i'm a responsibility kind of guy right you know if, if something fails it's on me yeah but if something succeeds it's also on me and that's kind of the same way with prize picks and and right now with the big game around the corner and we all know what game that is asu softball uh prize picks is the easiest most exciting way to turn every game changing moment into 100 times your money and tell you what if i could put some props down on on daily fantasy sports for asu softball i would because I'm, I'm hitting the over I on all that it. i'm hitting the over on all that listen all you have to do is get four correct picks right you sit sit down take 60 seconds you pick over or under on certain things on, on fantasy props and all that and you can turn ten dollars into ten into a thousand dollars now that now that expires post Super Bowl, so you want to get all your Super Bowl picks in now. Maybe get your toes a little wet in the in the daily fantasy sports world by doing that. But it's it's really easy. They have a lot of other stuff that you can do. Something called demons and goblins, where you can also turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. You're gonna want to check that out as well. They've got quick withdrawals. They've got everything that you need to get your money to play with it and to maybe make a little bit more. So listen, for me. I've never been the biggest fantasy guy, but Prize Picks makes it the easiest way to do it. So if I am going to do it, I'm doing it through them. And right now, if you go to prizepicks.com slash PHNX, use code PHNX for a first deposit match up to $100. So you're basically going to get a free $100. It's prizepicks.com slash PHNX. Use code PHNX. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. I love it. I love it. You know what else I love? You know what else I love, Eric? What? I love Friday because Friday means it's time for hot or not. I know Donna was in here 40 minutes ago talking about hot or not. So, Danielle, what do we have this weekend? I guess first and foremost, who's hot this weekend? Who's not? Who is hot this weekend? Eric Ruby. Let's go! Eric Ruby's He's getting married! That's right! I'm about to say, not because of my haircut, apparently, <laughs> short bus. Uh, yeah, Eric, the haircut you. looks great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Congratulations. So <laughs> you, you are hot this week. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Who is not? I'm going to have, I don't, I don't, I'm going to have to say Flex. <laughs> I love Flex. I love that man so much. He is one of the most genuinely good people I have ever met. But uh, he, I found out the other day, he doesn't know what chimichanga is. Can you blame the man? Flex He's from is New Jersey. Very uncultured. He, when it comes to Mexican food, um, he doesn't like tacos. He, no, he's never had a taco. That's bullshit. Yeah, he's never yeah, had a he real taco. He doesn't know anything about Mexican food, which blows my mind. Well, as the professional, as Mexican the professional Mexican, Mexican. <laughs> you gotta put him on. It's you wild. Put yeah, him on. Danielle's the all pro Mexican. By the way, all pro ever, ever since ever since I said that, it, it is it has taken its own life. Which yeah, I it really love. has. It I really love. has. I like. I have all, told all every Mexican single person, well. every single person I know that I'm the professional Mexican, and I will now be telling people that I am. I am the all pro Mexican now. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Short so, bus so just said I looked that. like I was 12. <laughs> okay, haircut hot, no hat not. You guys are like. Wait, the, even Clint is on this. You guys are like the opposite of my fiance. She is like, you look so much better without a hat. Why do you wear a hat all the time? I like you better with your hair out. And I'm like, I don't see it. Next time, just say because Donald Donald likes me better with a hat. Oh, yeah, that'll go over well. <laughs> Eric, don't listen to him. You're hot this week. Thank you. There you go. There you Thank go. you. I appreciate that. I needed that. I needed that. All and right. Donald calls me Brock Purdy, okay? God damn, man. <laughs> God damn. Although I do have the same What's topic answer? number one? Topic Daniel? number one. Uh, Usher. This is a Super Bowl. Super oh, just, Bowl. Just Usher? No, this is a Super Bowl uh, oh, themed Super Bowl. hot or not. But Let's Usher, go. how do we feel about Usher? I had a pretty good discussion with my class today um, because we apparently didn't have a lot to talk about. Uh, but we're talking about Usher and it seems hey, that Flex, it's... Come here real quick. On the show, I just, I just got to Come here, come here real quick. I just got... We got to... On camera? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, come, come on, come here. on. So we, we do this segment called Hot or Not, right? Hot or Not. Hot or Not. We got three topics that are hot, or I guess three topics, and we're going to go back and forth if you think they're hot or not. Okay. okay. Yeah. First topic we got is Usher. 
right now? Do you think Usher's hot or not? Not. Not hot? No, no, no. So he had the residency in Vegas, right? Yeah, had, yeah, Did it end? Yeah, I think it's over. Now, my man Usher Raymond, I was with him in the elevator in Manhattan. I guess my boy. He's hot. My man <laughs> Usher's always hot. You have a connection to literally? I do. I, do. I was in the elevator the with man Usher Raymond. He's very small. I'm actually bigger than him. <laughs> and yeah, Usher Raymond, you hot, baby. I love it. I love it. Usher's hot. Right Usher's here? hot. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, that was universal. I, init was I initially said no because I, I I was thinking about you know some of the the trending, but I'm thinking I'm like yeah he just had the residency. My boy was hot out there in Vegas. Yeah, man, That's I'm bad. going to see. Yeah, my, my students were like, what? Who's the why Usher? Is like it who? Who's yeah, Usher? like why why Usher? I don't no, get why. No, ain't he rocking yeah. the Super Bowl? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course he's hot. He's doing a damn yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, is is I don't I refuse to live in a world where yeah. Isn't the banger to end all bangers? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a fire song. Usher, 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 am always on my playlist. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's got, there's, oh, it's such, such range. You make me want to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I go back. <laughs> I, I go the back. Thing, the, thing try, was, try, the thing was, they're like, he has music that doesn't really fit. Uh, like doesn't really fit a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, he's and got like baby making music. That's fair. Like that's, it is kind of odd. Like, and that's what kind of what made me think about it. Like it is kind of an odd choice once you think about it. And well, and I'm I'm kind of an old head in this conversation, so I remember like Usher's first album. Man, let me tell you, man. If I tell y'all stories about what I was doing doing <laughs> Usher's first album. All right, we're taking it back. Right. No, we're taking it back. No, we appreciate you. We appreciate you having on hot. today, Flex. Two more questions. No, All right, yeah, you can see we got two more. Yeah, stick two more. Okay, what's topic number two? Hot or not? Super Bowl commercials. Ooh. They've been pretty bad. I think they've been like objectively bad recently. How are we feeling about how are we feeling about Super Bowl commercials going in? Yeah, not hot. Not hot. They've been they've been on they've been on a little bit of a of a slide. It's, it's been, been bad, bad for years. It's been bad. The last like good Super Bowl commercials that I can think of was like the Ravens Niners Super Bowl. Like Harbaugh versus Harbaugh. Like for some reason that Super Bowl specifically comes to mind. Like just the the ridiculousness that they had. Like that—that's what makes a good Super Bowl commercial. Like the more ridiculous and absurd that it is, the better it is by far. Yeah, not hot. I mean, listen—the idea of them in like perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A funny Super Bowl commercial. That's that's hot as hell. But recently, no. Nah. <laughs> Short bus said Flex sold that album out of the trunk of his car. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Bootleg, baby, Manhattan, concrete jungle, three dollars. Oh my goodness. Three dollars. That's what we did. That's how we did it. So damn awesome. I yeah. did. Yeah. What's topic number three? Topic number three. They're having a SpongeBob broadcast. Oh. On Nickelodeon. I, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Is Are that, you watching that, SpongeBob, SpongeBob broadcast, broadcast? Hot or not? Oh, hell no. No. No, not hot, no, man. No, not, not hot. I'm what on... if I told you man. that to start that broadcast, well, they're going to be playing Sweet Victory? Sweet Victory. Do you know about Sweet Victory? I don't. Fill oh, me in, oh, dog. Oh. What are we talking about? And so there's there's an iconic episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> where they... they <laughs> no, I do. I got. I want to tell y'all about an episode I love. Go ahead. Oh, shit. I, wanna, I just want to finish this. Basically, <laughs> basically they, they had like a band and they came up and they actually performed at like that version of the Super Bowl in SpongeBob SquarePants oh, in front of people. Yeah. And it was a pretty fire song. Like I can't lie. It's like a rallying cry Sweet. and people have been asking for Victory. them to do that. And so this Nickelodeon broadcast, they're going to play on. it before the Super Bowl. By the way, I think that's hot because I just I like ingenuity and innovation and actually they do a good job and there's a good broadcasting team. I won't personally be watching it, but I hold nothing against it. I think it's hot. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I don't think SpongeBob is it's a not for me. But but I will say this is iconic episode that my son liked when they did the Krusty Krab pizza. Yeah, Krusty Krab pizza is the best. That's the one. Baby, welcome to flavor. Let's go, let's go. That's why we do this, man. That's iconic. If they bring that out, it's hot to death. I'm watching it. I need that again, man. Hey, man, I love y'all. I love y'all. That is absolutely. Is that all three? That's all three. That's all three. You killed. Usher my way, man. Go get that album out my trunk. Flex from Jersey. Oh my goodness, that is definitely a hot or not for the books. You brought it up, Flavor and Fridays, guys. Shout out to OGs. Like we said, they've launched two new products made with live rosin, the OGs Naturals and the big OGs. OGs Naturals are the vegan gummies made with live rosin, available in sweet, 
clementine flavor and like freshly squeezed juice live rosin is created through a pressing process the highest quality harvested cannabis is frozen and ultimately pressed to extract the all-natural live rosin oil can tell you firsthand live rosin is always the way to go especially when we're talking about products made by OGs. They have a million and five different flavors, and they've got a couple gummies that have some amazing, amazing effects. Whether that be you want to get high to the moon and you want to be watching Sweet Victory, or you just want to chill out, maybe watch a movie and have yourself a good night's sleep. They got something for everybody at over at OGs. To learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them, head on over to OGsbrands.com. Thanks, Tony, for being nice. Says congrats on, <laughs> on your marriage. That is the nicest thing you have said in this chat. And for that, I appreciate you. And thank you, Donald, as well. Thank you all. You guys are awesome. Even if you make fun of my haircut. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you join the Die Hard Discord if you are yeah. not joined already. Uh, I will maybe not be as active um, over the weekend. I've yeah. got some important things that I've got to do, but I will be updating everybody. And uh, maybe mid-vowels, I'll pull out the, the Discord. And, oh, and, yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe I'll live stream Snap or something. a selfie, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that would go over really well. Um, but yeah, guys, make sure you guys join the Die Hard Discord. Fantastic conversations. And it's only getting better as more people are coming in there. I feel like the ASU channel has really been fired up yeah. recently. If you want to rant about Bobby Hurley, love the history of Charlie Turner Thorne, tell us who you think should get a statue, all of that. Come talk to us in the Die Hard Discord. Become a Die Hard. You could talk Suns, Coyotes, Cardinals. There are some folks that, that are in the ASU chat all the time that I would just love to see in that Die Hard Discord. I know. It, it, like Really, I feel like this is a good community and we all can bond around certain things. And, the, and if you're an ASU fan, you're probably fans of other sports. Plus, if you want to shit talk my haircut directly to me and have <laughs> me read it, you can do that on the Die Hard discord that is a new feature that they just added so make sure you do that as well oh my goodness look you're getting married right you're getting yes, married i am so at this point i feel like you hit the lottery right yeah i think so you hit big you're a winner but that doesn't mean that we're leaving you out right everybody can be a winner even oh. if they're not getting married and can i tell them how they can be a winner tell them because arizona's lottery has introduced a new ticket promotion called Arizona Adventure. Not only with Arizona Lottery can you win some money, but you can see some of the beautiful places around Arizona. Like genuine, <laughs> short bus with another comment. We'll read it afterwards. We'll read it afterwards. But listen, guys. You can win money by checking it and multiple iconic landscapes around Arizona. Plus, you can get the scratchers as well. It's a true win-win. I'm a big advocate for nature, a big advocate for going out into this beautiful state that we have, especially, especially during this time of the year. Yes, it's a little bit rainy, but the weather's going to be nice. Before you know it, it's going to be 115 degrees. So if you want to go out to Piestawa Peak in Phoenix, maybe you want to go to Lynx Lake Loop Trailhead in Prescott, the Jim Thompson, Jim Thompson Trailhead, excuse me, in Sedona, even if you're down there in Tucson, like our diehard share, and you can go to the Chuck Huckleberry Loop. That is a Tucson-ass name if I've ever heard it. <laughs> the Chuck Huckleberry Loop. Listen, you can go to all of them, check in the destination with coordinates on their website, or enter your tickets online for a chance to win $1 million in cash plus some Arizona travel prizes. Listen, guys, it celebrates Arizona. It celebrates making some money. It's a true, perfect marriage. Ding, ding, ding. And you can do that over at Arizona Lottery. Visit azadventure.com for more information, how you could take an adventure with the Arizona Lottery and for a chance to win a million dollars in cash plus more. Truly yeah. a win-win. Absolutely. Short bus in the chat with a, another 199 super chat. This one's for Eric here. Uh, prenup, hot or not, Eric? Not. <laughs> Listen, there I, you go. I, I ain't got nothing. I got nothing, dog. Well, so look, it's I, fine. I, I, need, I need some life advice here real quick from the chat. Okay. Um, uh, me and my roommate are considering, considering getting a dog. Okay. Okay. We went and looked at a dog the other night. Um, was rescued, found off the street, great pup. Like, she's an amazing, amazing dog. Uh, so we brought her home last night for a little sleepover. Okay. Right? Just just to see how she did with the cat and, and all that type of stuff. Uh, I'm just curious, do you guys think I should get, if should I get the dog? Should yes. I get the dog? Should I get yes. the dog? This you is know what, the answer to that. This is what the dog looks like. It, it's, yes. it's not the pug, it's the little pup right next to the pug. She's absolutely adorable. Um, and we're t a tentative, tentative, name as a as a current resident is just Danny as it stands right now. Okay. Wait, hold on. Sounds familiar. Nickname Abracadanielle. Abracadanielle. Um, so you have a cat? 
There is a cat in the How house. did that go? Well, the cat is not 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 too excited. She wasn't too excited that she got a little sister, um, but she she survived it. She she made her presence known, and, and Danny isn't isn't uh she knows not to go near the cat. It, not don't get too close. To Do it. you have enough space for them to have like kind of like to be separated? Like and also to feel like they can. Yeah, well, the cat kind of does her own thing, anyway. Of course, it's a cat. Um, She loves to hide behind the TV. Perfect. Um, And and like I said, Danny, the the dog is super super chill for the most part. She gets the zoomies um, as every pup would, but I mean, she did she did great great last night. Um, So I don't I don't know. I just feel like I needed to bring this conversation. What are you thinking? Share, dude. I'm split, man. I'm split. I love dogs. I've always had a dog. Um, I just, my patience is very thin when it comes to, to puppies. Um, oh yeah. Cause you're, you're going to have to train. Yeah. And, uh, apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, Danielle. <laughs> do you have a good, um, a good place to walk? Yeah. The dog? Yeah, absolutely. It can get enough exercise yep. very easily. Okay. Cause that's, that's my big thing with dogs and apartments Yeah, is I live next to some people who have some of the most massive dogs I've ever seen in my entire life. And I feel bad for the dogs because they're pretty small apartments. So as long as you can have a, a good enough space to walk the dog and take yeah. care of the dog. But listen, man, dogs are different than cats. Like cat, cats can be a lot, but they are very self-sufficient. Well, it's not my cat. It's my roommate's cat. Right. But like, you're going to be taking this dog out for walks. You're going to be ta- picking up its poop. You're going to be doing all of that. Like if, if you're ready for that commitment, look, we're both making big commitments. Okay. We're both making big commitments. This is our life, our life decisions. You're getting <laughs> married. I might have a dog. Here we go. Uh, Totri, I need you to do one thing. Just look, just take a good look at that, that screen that we yeah, have in front of there. Yeah. Look in those eyes. It's, no, Look yeah, in those eyes adorable. and she's tell her adorable. that you don't want her. Put her back on the can't, street. I can't. Don't, put don't, her back on the street. Don't do it, Totri. Do it. <laughs> Does the dog have a loving home if you don't take him? I'm sure her. we could find her a loving home, but no, this she doesn't have one as it stands right now. Oh. There was somebody, a friend had um, posted on social media that they had that they found her on the street. So. Oh. Yeah, she's adorable. Oh. She's super cute. Um, Coming as someone with two, I, I would say I have two dogs, but they're not two dogs. They're two perfect baby angels that can never do anything wrong, no matter how hard they try. Uh, get the dog. Donald in the chat, you always take get the dog. Get the dog. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Give Short the bus puppy in the chat, 199. Give the puppy as a wedding present. Hey, listen, I've, I've got cats. Uh, I've actually got three cats. Uh, Donald's going to hate me. <laughs> this is just another, this is just another, another, another thing for Donald to just take it and put it as I hate Eric Ben. I have three cats. I love them all dearly. I am also considering getting a dog, but not mm. until I have more space. So please do not give me a puppy okay. as a wedding okay. present. Thank well, you. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Get I'll a let dog, you guys- I'll let you guys know on Monday what ends up happening. I do want to just one final time. Everybody, if you're an ASU fan, take a bow because like Sharon said earlier, Arizona State broke Chip Kelly. They broke UCLA. It was Kenny Dillingham's swinging gate that was the beginning of the end for Chip Kelly to eventually now take the offensive coordinator job at UCLA. Arizona State fans, Kenny Dillingham, the swinging gate. Take a bow because you are responsible for Chip Kelly saying, peace, we're not going to be going in our brewing blue to the Big Ten. We're just going to hop on over to a side that we know wins consistently. And we're going to take a lesser job as the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. That is a very, very great way for Sun Devil fans to enjoy the weekend. I'm sorry, Donald. It's I'm tough. sorry. It's tough. Look, guys, I'm that's going to do it. I'm sorry. That's going to do it for today's show. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore sign You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toach. You can follow Eric here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. You can follow DJ Danielle at Abraca Danielle on social. In the meantime, guys, go Devils and peace.